Today's guest owned her own private practice, was invited by the United Nations to speak at the Commission on the Status of Women about her social work or social development work in Nigeria. Outside of her career, she also invested in stocks and property with her now late husband. They both believed in making your everyday job help build financial freedom. When she was younger, she wanted to be a race car driver or own a boutique hotel. She also happens to be the greatest mother of all time because she is my mother. When starting this podcast, I wanted to reach out to my network, people who have invested and poured into me. And what better way to start this podcast than with the woman who taught me about what it is to be a working woman and about careers in general. So sit back and enjoy today's episode. What did you study and what do you currently do? Okay. Um, I studied, let me start from the very beginning. I have a bachelor's degree in history. Mm-hmm. Um, so a bachelor's degree in arts, which is my specialty was in history from the University of Benin. Okay. And uh, went on after a few years to read law mm-hmm. uh, at the University of Buckingham, which is in the United Kingdom. Yeah. And also have a master's in law, with a certificate in oil and gas law yes. from the University of Houston. So I have, I have education in three different countries. Right, three different countries. <laughs> Okay. I was going to ask you to expand on that. So, you've schooled in Nigeria. the U.S. Okay, Nigeria first, and then the U.K. Yes, and then the U.S. US. Yes. And even between between that, you went to the U.K. Then you had to come back and do was it a year or so? I had to come back to to do my law school because mm-hmm. if you if you study law, you can have a degree in law and you don't go to law school. You can't practice law in Nigeria. You can't. You practice. cannot practice. You okay. won't be. Um, called the Nigerian bar. So even mm-hmm. after I finished from um, the University of Buckingham, I had to go back to Nigeria to do my bar and part one and part two, okay. which actually qualifies to practice law in Nigeria, which I have. Mm-hmm. So I was called to the Nigerian bar many, many years ago. <laughs> you don't want to give any dates? No, thank you. <laughs> when did you know you wanted to go into this field? Why did you choose law? Uh, law. Um, let me go back to the actual reason. <laughs> Um, I didn't choose law. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had a first degree in history, and I hoped to do a master's in public administration. Oh, then, okay. as far back as then, yeah. well, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Huh, so my great. This is your great grandfather, um, which this also goes back to a Nigerian factor mm-hmm. of your parents telling you what or what they think you should do. Your dream is for you. Yes. So my grandfather um, emotionally blackmailed me into the law. <laughs> I love the honesty. He's so rest in peace. <laughs> I love the honesty. Uh, Grandpa Sadiai um, called me and said he always imagined me as a judge, not even a lawyer. Oh, wow. That he always thought of how he would come to court, watch me, sit in there, proud wow. grandpa, and see me give him judgments. Mm-hmm. So he encouraged me to go and read law and even offered to pay for my education to do. I mean, when I said, oh, Grandpa, I don't want to do law in Nigeria, I want to go abroad. Mm-hmm. He said, I will pay. So oh, I was wow. like, oh, okay, you're really serious. He's putting his money. Yeah, he's pretty much putting his mouth. Thank you, exactly. So I went, that's when I decided, okay, I took dad, my dad, your grandfather. And I said, okay, let me read law. He was like, oh, good, because he actually was thinking of it. But because he had always, um, dad, your grandpa, has always been one to say, okay, read what, do what you, you have a passion for. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to be the one pushing it. Yeah. But since I said I was going to read law, he was happy. Okay. So that's how I got into law. Hmm. Yes. And again, just to go back to the whole, like the Nigerian factor, like I think it's like common knowledge between like a lot of immigrant households in the US, but just like a lot of African countries, African families have this mentality that 
your parents or those who are older than you pretty much set the path mm -hmm. for the career you're supposed to take. Correct. Um, and I feel like, I mean, you being my mom, mm -hmm. you've been very supportive, my brother and I, choosing what, what we're good at and mm -hmm. also what we have passions for. Mm -hmm. We also make sure we have um, a good future financially to take right. care of ourselves. Correct. Where would you say that that mentality switched? Because you mentioned grandpa, so yeah. your father, my yeah. grandfather wanted you to focus follow what you wanted to do, yes. although he was happy you chose the law because exactly. it is a safe, safer route. Um, actually, I think it switched in my generation, okay. because for me actually, because I still yeah. have friends who yes. wonder why, Same here too. I would wonder why, why did you allow Faye go into media? Why did you insist you go into law? Exactly. And I'm like, hmm, she's actually happy doing media and yeah. she's doing well doing media. So I think it was more of a personal thing for me um, because of what I feel. Uh, because yes, I'm a lawyer, but I don't practice law now. That's true. I did practice law initially, but then I still went back to what I always wanted to do, exactly. which is the public administration. Mm -hmm. So I realized, hmm, are you happy doing what you're doing? Um, are you able to give of yourself fully? Mm -hmm. um, what is the real purpose of doing what you do? Exactly. So, and I said to myself, for my kids, they'll choose, they'll be, I'll be allowed, I'll only support, which I'm, I think I I've done that. and I'm still doing. And I'm, I mean, it was worked out great for us too. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, there's some moments when I thought, especially when, when I graduated directly from um, undergrad, I was like, I should pick a career that was like, the moment you get out, your first paycheck is a lot, mm -hmm. like heavy on the money aspect of things. Mm -hmm. Then as I've gotten older, obviously I've grown in my career and I've made a good amount of money over mm -hmm. time and there's still potential to grow. I've realized that I'm happier doing what I'm doing mm -hmm than doing a career that I would every day be sad or mm -hmm. fall into maybe some kind of depression because exactly. I'm doing it because that's what other people wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And the other people may not even be there when you're doing it. Exactly. Like my grandfather. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, did he ever see you practice? No. Yeah. Which is kind of sad no. when you think about yes, it. Yes, yeah. he, he saw me, I mean, in the early stages. In the early stages with my wig and gown. Yes. I'll make sure I, I take it and I dress up in front of him. Yeah. Like, well, he never really came to court to, to watch exactly, me. Exactly. Exactly. So. And to clarify, in Nigeria, I think in the UK too, mm -hmm. um, lawyers wear like a white. Yeah, with bape. Yeah. The gown. And then the. Like a white the, hat. The, yeah, the, no, not hat. It's like called a wig. wig. Yeah. So what is required to go into to law? So you can go into like your experience just from um, undergrad in, or university in Nigeria. Well, and then law school in the UK. And then you came back. So you mm -hmm. can practice. Okay. Yeah. What, do you, what do you require to be a lawyer? Mm -hmm. um, depends on what country you are in. Mm -hmm. um, for me, coming from the Nigerian um, side of it, I did my, I had my A levels, mm -hmm. uh, I had my O levels, A levels, and then I did my first degree in history, which I didn't have to. Okay. I could have gone straight to read law. But my dad, like I said, um, I was going to do history and then maybe to do a master's in public administration. But mm -hmm. um, yes, I, um, you have the first degree or you go straight into law and do first degree before going to law school. Mm -hmm. But in America, it's different. It is. Yes, yeah. you have to have a first degree, which, which was um, where grandpa was coming from. That's your your grandpa, my dad. Mm -hmm. um, because he has an American background. Yes. Um, yes. Wanted every child to have a first degree in something mm -hmm. before doing a professional, exactly. um, following a professional path. So I had a first degree first and then went to England to do my law. And then the master, then the law school, then the masters. Mm -hmm. So really, anyone can. If you're in Nigerian, you can actually just do your O levels, your A levels. I think now they have a different system. But you do your first, your high school, mm -hmm. going, and then do your. Um, I think it's the um, JAM exams you get, in and then do the go to Nigerian university, then do your law school. Okay. Uh, if you're in the US, you have to have a first degree first in yes. the arts and the sciences, whatever it is. Before you go to, law, go to school. law school, to be a lawyer. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that's. Uh, 
quite similar for a lot of other degrees. I know for if you want to practice any kind of medicine, mm -hmm. you have to have something like either biology, or chemistry, exactly. something before you go to med school. Exactly. Law school is the same. A lot of our professions are quite similar. Mm -hmm. um, and then would you say it's a little bit different going to school in the UK and then when you came back to do some schooling in Nigeria? Because you can't practice law in Nigeria until mm -hmm. you've gone through a certain program. Yes. Exactly. Law school. Yeah. But was it like you did law school again? Or mm -hmm. was it just like a... Um, a one-year quicker program just to get you acclimated. Was it one, yeah, so usually a one-year quick program mm -hmm. um, just gets you into the proper like Nigerian system. Exactly, but um, it is different. Than it's different, even yes. though it's a common law um, common law system which we share with the UK, UK mm -hmm. but it's still some things Similar, you need to, like yeah. Nigerian land laws and so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so there's some differences and some similarities. Definitely. Would you say it's more? Similar in Nigeria to the UK than US and Nigeria. Oh, definitely UK. So, would you recommend Nigeria. someone who does want to go abroad but come back to Nigeria and practice to, if they can? It's also a huge expense to go to the UK and then come back to Nigeria, or should I go to the US and then come back to Nigeria? Depends. Okay. <laughs> it depends. Also depends. Yeah. It depends on the person. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to somebody so before they even get into the the work mm -hmm. um, force or any kind of law career? What advice would you give them while in school? So, if something as generic as like you know, focus, um, stay hard. Well, I mean, that's that's, yeah. a, that's normal. Um, stay hard, work hard, blah, blah. But most importantly, network. Network. Um, yes. as, a, as, a, as a student, you could actually, or even get a mentor, mm -hmm. uh, become a mentee, go to um, holiday jobs, mm -hmm. um, look for law firms that are willing to take in uh, volunteers yeah. or, you know, just get yourself around the law, get yourself around the profession. Mm -hmm. um, um, attend workshops. Yes. Um, I know it might be difficult for students, but I'm sure um, in law school it's a lot. Dif it's a lot different. So the, um, like I said, the first degree is different from the law school itself. Which is true. Yeah. The first degree, the law school, you're already a, you're already a law graduate. Mm -hmm. That's a difference. You're yeah. a law graduate, so you're able to access access um, those resources. Those resources. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so basically, be around the law. Be around people that practice the law. Um, read a lot of articles. Yeah. Get yourself involved and even write articles. And some of the um, newspapers in Nigeria, for instance, take a lot of articles from law graduates, mm -hmm. lawyers, and even law students. So you that's can good. publish, get published. That's a that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. So what do you do now? Do you still practice law? Is law still a huge part of your current job? The beauty about law is it will always be a part of me. Um, law helps you with your negotiation skills, it helps you with your intellectual, it takes with even communication skills. So for me, law will always be part of it. But yeah. what I do now, my focus is in social development, okay. um, social welfare, uh, humanitarian affairs. Um, I'm also involved in the SDGs programs. Mm -hmm. um, and I work with, um, it's, uh, for me, it's very, um, it's very, what's the word now? It's back to what I've always wanted to do, to be able to give back. And it's um, not always about money, giving yes. back. Actually making a difference. Making a difference. Yeah. Um, when it's a social development, what does that mean really? I'm ha I have to add, I'm, I'm privileged to be involved, work with um, addicts, mm -hmm. mentally ill, um, disab disabled people. So there are things I do daily and with the help of my team, not just me, of course. Um, I have a huge team. Mm -hmm of uh, beautiful people that I work with who have a passion for what they do, who are um, as counsellors, um, even law some lawyers who volunteer their time 
um, to mediate between families with um, issues and children who have issues, um, kids who've run away from home, yeah. having to place them in home. So it's it's, it's a it's a process, mm -hmm. and it's a process I'm happy and I'm glad I've been doing in the last. Um, I've been in what I do now in, for five years. Oh wow! Yes, and I'm, and I enjoy it, um, and. Um, and I, and I employ others to, to, to actually look out. Um, you don't have to do it as a full-time base, but there's always exactly. one person beside you, a child or a lady or someone who needs just an advice, yeah. just someone to say, you know what, we are good. We're going to yeah. get through this. I love that. I yeah. love that. And even before this, do you want to dive into what you did before you went into this um, avenue? So I know you also owned your own firm. Oh, yeah. And... Also, we can talk about the money behind that because you also mentioned money is not everything. Money is important because we have to feed our families. Yes. Um, but like before you went into this, which is lower than what you've made in the past, but can you just start from once you graduated um, and before you even went back for your master's, what were you doing? Okay. And then those steps. You don't have yeah. to go into a lot of detail, yeah. but, okay. but I know it's a lot. Yes. Um, when I finished and I started practice, I, I was... Um, Lucky to work with one of the big law firms mm -hmm. um, for a few years. And then, of course, I had my kids, you guys. Yeah. And I had to make a decision to kind of slow down, um, which helped. I had a very understanding boss um, that allowed me to do a few hours. And even before now, you know, now we have Zoom and everything. Yeah. Then it was, I wasn't doing, there was no Zoom, but I was allowed to take work home. Oh, so yes. you were doing work from home before it was trendy. Exactly, before it was trendy. <laughs> so I had a fantastic boss who gave me work and work I could do from home. Mm -hmm. So I would go in the morning and then, um, by midday, yeah. I go home with my work, do much as I, much as I could do, and bring it back in the morning. So that was fine. Mm -hmm. And when I realized I wasn't, um, I was able to, then I was able to make um, a lot of contacts and made a lot of people. And I said, okay, let me open my own firm. So what I did was to now do a focus firm in the sense there was a small shop. Mm -hmm. um, my focus was on company law, corporate law, I mean, corporate law and um, uh, more of, I worked with a lot of two foundations. Oh. So I streamed my clients' base to just four or five people. I realized five firms. I realized that I had two babies. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a year, uh, four months between you and your brother. Yeah, we were very close. So to I age. had two babies at the same time. Yeah. So I had to um, make more my mind and say, okay, you know what? Get If I can get four or five clients, mm -hmm. good paying clients, mm -hmm. let me focus. Yeah. So I did that. I was blessed to have those four or five clients in the environment where we were because we were in an environment where it wasn't the typical big cities. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. But it was um, a place where what I was doing was new. Mm -hmm. So I had the five, four clients. Um, one of them was a foundation. Um, I had beauty from scratch. And um, I'm glad to say they're still in existence, oh, wow. even though I don't handle them anymore. Mm -hmm. I passed that on. Yeah, so that helped. And then more, more reason for that was because I needed to have more time for the children, yes. um, you guys. So you, I could have a, um, a small playroom in my yeah. office. I remember spending a lot of time in your yeah, office. Yeah. in your homework. Yeah. And that was easy for me. You couldn't do it at somebody else's office. Exactly. So that helped. Um, like I said, four firms that paid very well, mm -hmm. four big companies, two mm -hmm. of them oil companies, mm -hmm. that allowed me to um, do what I do and also end well. Yeah. So I had a retainership of, I mean, good money that yeah. could take care of the firm, take care of our um, little travels here mm -hmm. and there. So that really helped. Yeah. yeah. And as the kid receiving that, I feel like I didn't feel any like financial struggles, even though you and dad were very honest and open with yeah. the finances and instilled that my brother and I have like, being open up about money, we weren't. Mm -hmm. You guys weren't heads to talk about if we're mm -hmm. good, if we're not, um, without yeah. worrying us. Oh, yeah. But during that time, I had, I had great memories <laughs> coming <laughs> to your office. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> I did, I did. Okay. Um, and then to go into 
um, what you said about working in a smaller city. I would call where we live like a town, maybe. It was it was a town. A town, yes. Yeah. Would you recommend somebody within that space to, you know, go for the big city because it's like a lot more places you can get hired. Start somewhere small. It depends on your personality. What? How can somebody like find where to? Set set post to settle okay. down. It depends on your situation. Okay. Mine was a situational issue. Mm -hmm. I was married. Yes. So he it had a job. Choice. It wasn't a yeah. choice. It, was it wasn't my like first a... choice. I would never. <laughs> You're a city girl. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was. It was. I always tell people when you find yourself, mm -hmm. you make up your mind to make it work. Yes. I so that was that. what I did. Um, I found myself in that town, mm -hmm. and I said to myself, "I'm going to make it work." I love and that. I said, first thing first is. Make, have a friend base, like yes. a client base, mm -hmm. went to a big law firm that had a branch. Ah. So the law firm had a big branch in Lagos, yeah. Abuja, I mean, those huge, huge cities. cities. Yeah. So I found one of, the, one of, most of them always have small offices in all this other towns. Rural, smaller towns. Yeah, yeah, so I was able to reach out to them and they employed me. Mm -hmm. So that was, that helped. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it wasn't, it was a situational issue. Yes. Dad, your dad had a job there, and a good, a good job, job there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, I want to be my have to build our family, grow our family, so we're there together. So this brings me to my next question, which is having a two-parent household that is both working parents, mm -hmm. um, being a working mom, mm -hmm. supportive wife as well, mm -hmm. and like you and your partner having those conversations about like, am I going to work? How are the kids? So was there a lot of like, like how, especially in that time, I would say this is like the 90s, yeah? Mm -hmm. So how did you and my father, <laughs> your, <laughs> your dad. dad, how did you guys talk about like, career and family that work-life balance you know like i know he was supportive as well oh, yes. but it's like the time where you guys were in mm. but during the time the woman is staying home oh, yes. and then the man is working but okay. like, how did you guys talk about that um the beauty of it like um was that your dad and myself had a long courting relationship yeah. we started from years college, <laughs> yes. which is you call it college here we call yeah. it university mm -hmm. um so we started I, my first year in school i was already dated so like your freshman year my freshman year yes. so we dated for like Forever, yeah, and then we got married. So we already we had a good friendship. Mm -hmm. So he knew from the beginning that I was going to be a sit at home. Yeah. But at the same time, my focus sit at home in the sense that um, I knew, luckily for us, his job did well. Mm -hmm. I mean, was able to take care of us. But at the same time, and I knew that I needed to build my career slowly. Yes, um, slowly in the sense that the kids had to be first, or rather, he first, mm -hmm. then my kids mm -hmm. when you guys came along, yeah. and then. Knowing that I had to continue doing something, so when I'm ready to actually go back, go back mm -hmm. I'm not starting afresh. Yes, that that's was hard. That a lot of women are struggling. Yeah, with that was the conversation I had with him. I said, okay, you know what? I would work three hours, four hours, five hours a day. I would end close to nothing, mm -hmm. but I needed to keep my CV going. Yeah. So that when it's time to actually put a proper CV together, mm -hmm. I have something to say. So yes. that's what happened. We had that conversation. He was like, okay. Yeah. You know, and then he was an easy, yeah, very easy, <laughs> easy going fellow. Um, <laughs> just to shed some light, my dad as well is like, he's also very like logical. Like mm -hmm. when it comes to finances, like yeah. why wouldn't you want to have more savings? Exactly. <laughs> and the pressure of having one person provide it yeah. is a lot. Yeah. Men don't talk about it's it enough, like, but it's a lot. Can just little thing as grocery. Just grocery, Grocery yeah. shopping. Like okay. a fun trip for the kids. Yeah. yeah. So we're going on holiday it's okay, I have the money to spend. You have you buy the tickets, and yes. you know, so it helped. And for me, that's a beautiful partnership. And I always encourage young couples to speak about it, yes. talk about Early. it before you go into it because, yes, things can change. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes things happen. Right. Man might lose his job, life yeah. just happens. Yeah. But have a conversation and be clear mm -hmm. where you want to go. And those expectations, and manage don't, expectations. don't have intentions like, oh, I thought, or I <laughs> exactly you know, so yeah. have a discussion, yes. Mm -hmm. Can you also share some hardships you've faced in your career? 
Uh, okay, when you say career, let me start with what I do now. Okay. The hardship, I use. I won't use the word hardship, but okay. If you say the negatives, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm an emotional person. Yes, you are. Extremely emotional. I wear my heart on my sleeves. <laughs> yes, you do. And having to work with people that I know that um, are suffering, mm -hmm. um, and to see that they need help, and sometimes the help I'm unable to give it yeah. because for something like addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, unless the addict believes he's an addict, yes. you can't help him. Nope. That's the first thing. So for me, I struggle with that. It affects me. I've still not been able to go past that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you get used to it. I'm like, no, yeah. I, can never, I can never get used to that. So that's, mm -hmm. for me, that's a hardship. Mm -hmm. um, but the beauty of it is, um, or the positive of it is, living then knowing that I did my best. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it takes a toll. Because you go home and having, keep thinking of the person, oh, I wish... This would just go with me, or exactly. you know, just do a next, do a, a session with the counselor or with the therapist or something. Just try, just yeah. try. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, please just try. And then it affects me, and so that's a negative I see with this job. Um, the other negative, maybe I talk about my career in general, yeah. is the time factor. Ah, yes. Um, there's really no defined, yes, it's a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. so for me, it's not a nine to five no, job, it's, uh, it's never been. Mm -hmm. So, knowing how to, um, with this new thing of Zoom, yeah, you're always on the clock. Always on the clock. Um, I'm in America, 3 a.m. here. I'm on Zoom exactly. calls, so I've heard the calls. <laughs> so that's that's um, negative. If you call it yeah. that, yeah. Positives of this career. Oh, okay. Same thing. Um, <laughs> seeing the smiles on people's people's faces when you mm -hmm. leave them, or people just calling you random, or seeing you random, you don't even know who they are. So oh, thank you. you. Remember me? I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, but well, the thing is, I never say I don't know the person. Yes, yes, I always course. smile. Mm -hmm. Until they tell you the whole story. You where they, where and you you and then, oh, you remember you helped me the other day. Oh, you were the one that sent someone to pick up the lady who um, mm -hmm. had uh, mental issues yeah. al along the road. Because um, that is so common at times. You just see um, yes. someone on the road taking off her clothes. And people are like... Mental you know, health is very... Mental health. And they're yeah. running away from her. And I'm exactly. wondering, you could not run away from her. You know, So, remember you were the lady who got someone to take her off the street, blah, blah, blah. How is she now? Mm -hmm. And then I can actually give you, oh, yes, she's somewhere. She's back home. But, yes, there's always... Um, um, and then, I mean, not financial rewards, but <laughs> for me, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Um, knowing you've you've done something or you've helped settle the matter, husband and wife, they come to you for yes. for counselling, mediation, um, or maybe the man doesn't want to pay the school fees of the kids because they're separately separated from his wife. Yeah. You're able to make him understand that it's not about the woman. I know you're upset with the woman. Yeah. You want to punish the woman, we'll but these are your kids. children. Exactly. You know, so having those kind of things happen and you're able to play a small role. It's, for me, it's joy. Yeah. Um, and I even, with, whether I'm paid or not for that job, I can't do it. I would do it. <laughs> I know. You have a passion for helping yeah. people. Yeah. Which brings me to my next question. Yeah. What do you see yourself doing the next five to ten years? I know you have ah. a passion for charity work as well. Yes. But there's other things, just personal life that you're looking forward to. Oh, personal life. To. I'm yeah. going to be a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Very soon. To clarify, my brother and his wife are expecting, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Well, you said five years, so... I mean, yes, this is true. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, you are looking forward to being a grandma. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. And then spending time and doing things that I probably think I should have done with you guys. Mm -hmm. Spend more time, I think, I don't know, uh, with my grandchildren. I think I spent time with No, I was like, it's my first time you saying that. I, I spent enough. I, I felt very loved. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> she spent a great amount of time with me and my brother. Okay, maybe yeah. I need to... I'll spend more time with my grandchildren. Okay. <laughs> but then I won't be working. That's true. I'll be fully with them. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Maybe spoil them. I didn't spoil you guys, but I need to no, spoil yeah. someone. So I'll probably <laughs> That's spoil how it works. It's just yeah. spoil the grandkids. Yeah. So yeah. that would be the difference in the next oh. five years. Um, focus on myself, my health. Yeah. Um, 
do the things that I know that, and I still give back. Yeah. Um, I pray and hope my parents will still be alive in another five years so Same that here. I still be taking care of them like I'm doing now. Right now, yeah. For me, it's a blessing to be able to do that. Uh, so, and then of course, with my friends, um, be a better, be more aware and be more present in yeah. their lives. It's very important. So, yeah. That's it. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on my podcast. You're welcome. I truly appreciate this. This is strange. I know. <laughs> I try not to be like serious or sophisticated. What?